Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. Well, we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, and especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful Adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Pray on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects, vast and cool and unsympathetic, regarded our planet with envious eyes. 
Perception is the key, and the heart yeah. is the solution. Heart perception will change everything. I'm Ryan Gable, your host, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings on The Fringe FM. If you'd like to contact the show, open up your email and type in rdgable at yahoo.com. That's r-d-g-a-b-l-e at yahoo.com. Search facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings for our only social media page and visit www.thesecretteachings.info for our website where you'll find all of my books, the old books and the new books that are published in digital form. You can access those, all the montages and the show archive. When you subscribe to the show, we still have our End of last year special, but we've extended it into 2021, our Janus Wary sale, where you can get the subscription, the montage, and more for only $40. You can donate to PayPal through the rdgable at yahoo.com email. And if you have any questions about that or anything, if you'd like to send us information, videos, text, pictures, anything, you can use that email to contact us directly. Nobody goes through the emails it's just me, and if you were to look at my phone, for example, I have it right here. I have 578 emails, so I have a lot of emails to go through. Please be patient, and if you do subscribe, it might take 24 hours or so for me to get back to you because I do the whole thing manually. I don't rely on an automated system to create the accounts and all of that. So again, already gable at yahoo.com, facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings and thesecretteachings.info. Last night, I really liked the show title and the show name. It kind of gave me goosebumps. I called it 10 Years of Tribulation, 10 Years of Suffering, Year of the Ox, Dragon, and Beast. We talked a lot about Revelations. We talked a lot about the Apocalypse, but maybe in a way that you've not heard before. We looked at the apocalypse. We looked at what January is and what it means. It is an oracle for the future. January is, of course, the two-headed god Janus, the Roman god. He is the opener of gates. But the gates to where? The gates to heaven, the gates to hell, the gates to oblivion is what seems like have been opened upon the earth. Pits to hell Locusts and other insects and legions of demons are pouring out of these pits as we are thrust into 2021, the year of the metal ox, the year of the metal cattle, which is significant because human beings have been treated like cattle and human beings are now being merged with machines, turning organic life into synthetic life, turning organic material into metallic artificial neural networks, synthetic genomes, turning basic organic natural environmental things and life into this artificial synthetic substance that can be controlled through metallic mechanical means. So this is the year of the metal ox, as last year was the year of the rat, or as my good friend Clyde Lewis pointed out, the year of the lab rat. Some of you may have missed it, but hopefully you caught it. Last night I was on Ground Zero with Clyde Lewis, and I'm used to getting that uh, phone call sometime in late January around my birthday. Clyde and I always do 
a Super Bowl show about the halftime of the Super Bowl and how it relates to the new year and what is coming in the new year. And like any oracle of the future, it depends on the momentary energy and things can change based on your interpretation of the oracle, like in tarot or palmistry or anything, crystallomancy, crystal ball reading, bibliomancy, whatever it might be. And then we come into March later, and sometime in March, where we have Ostar of the Spring Equinox, when Caesar was assassinated before the Spring Equinox, you have the Ides of March. And the Ides of March brings us into the burning season, and the wheel continues to turn on the wheel of the year. But before we can get there, the year begins on the calendar with Januswary. And Januswary is the month of Janus. It is a twin-faced god for which the month is named after, and it is the month of January 2021, the beginning of the year of the metal ox, for which we have the great reset initiating in Davos. It's held this month of January 2021 at a twin summit, twin as in the twin faces of Janus. And so when I got the call last night from Clyde, well, I got a call from Ron first, but I missed it. And then Clyde called me, and I picked it up, and I talked to Clyde for like a half hour about some personal stuff and what's going on. And he asked me to have a look at this video of the New Year celebration at the Seattle Needle. And uh, I didn't know that they had this celebration that was uh, broadcast on television. I didn't watch it, and I didn't know about it. It's not really something that's uh, big on the Internet. But there are a lot of videos of this, uh, this Space Needle and what was happening on television in a digital laser-like presentation that looked like some form of sacred geometrical presentation. It was put together by a guy named Terry Morgan, a virtual artist who created this light show that you could watch on television. Of course, if it's on television, it's programming. And I think that's what this presentation was really all about. And, you know, it's pretty incredible that if you looked at the 2012 Olympics, a lot of people have pointed out that the 2012 Olympics had significance in predicting the coronavirus with the lights of the stadium looking like a coronavirus. And when we say coronavirus, it's a misnomer because there are hundreds or more of coronaviruses. They call them viruses. I'm not so sold on the idea of viral contagion per se. I think it's a detoxification process, and there are things identified as particles and viruses, but it's not so much they cause disease. That's a separate issue. But people have pointed out that there were a lot of sick children in beds, and this was done in the UK, and the UK is one of the worst places outside of Australia for lockdowns and harsh treatment of citizens suspected of being sick and masks and social distancing and being stuck in your home and all these things, all the things that lab rats in 2020 were subjected to, all the things that now in 2021 the cattle are being subjected to. And since the cattle, the ox, the year of the ox, is a sacred animal, it is sacred enough to be sacrificed to the gods. So it seems like the human cattle are set to be sacrificed to the gods, but we have to kind of discover what the gods are first, and we'll get into that more on tonight's broadcast as we did last night. 
But if you look at the 2012 Olympic ceremony, you'll see those kids in beds and death over the beds. And you can look at Super Bowl halftime shows, all these things that have been predictive programming. They have been exercises in the revelation of the method. They have been exercises in psychological warfare to brainwash and prepare the public for what is coming, kind of like a magical ritual with the intention to impress upon the will and the imagination that which the magician wishes to influence the subconscious with in order to control the conscious mind. This has been done for decades, and now in 2021, I believe we will see a further revelation of the method, which isn't much of a prediction, not that I need to predict anything, but what we will see is a revelation of revelations. We will see the revelation of, well, what the apocalypse is. The apocalypse is a great revelation. I think this is the year of revelation. And I think that throughout 2020, humans all over the world found themselves herded like cattle, like rat, uh, rats into their homes, uh, into the cities. Um, they've been litmus tested, socially distanced. They've been pushed to the point of breaking issued identifications for immunization, removed from the workforce as non-essentials, had their businesses destroyed, and in repayment for this, they've been given a little universal basic income, a little bit of government stimulus that we call cheese for getting to the center of that maze. And all of this has served a global system of government that's been sold to us as an abundant free society, That is really a world of slavery and artificial scarcity, as George Orwell pointed out, was really what he said was, war is peace, freedom is slavery, ignorance is strength. Now, whereas 2020 was the year of the rat, as I said, or the lab rat, 2021 is the year of the ox or the metal ox, an animal of burden considered sacred and worthy of sacrifice to the gods, an animal that once the fields are plowed and products are produced, oftentimes... Hundreds of oxes would be sacrificed to the gods. And I noticed something interesting. 2021 begins with a stimulus bill that gives you a little bit of cheese. And this bill has $2.3 trillion that is going to be distributed. And this is what I see as a theft similar to the same amount of money going missing one day before 9-11-2001. And we're also being told that the Christmas bomber, Anthony Quinn Warner, was a believer in aliens and 9-11 conspiracy, and of course it should not be lost that his middle name is Q. Furthermore, the things he supposedly believed in, aliens and 9-11 conspiracies and 5G, are represented in this government stimulus bill, the $2.3 trillion relating to the September 10th announcement of that missing money, and the $2.3 trillion bill that initiates a 180-day countdown of UFO disclosure by the U.S. federal government, by intelligence agencies, and the Pentagon, the Department of Defense. It's kind of strange, don't you think? And furthermore, as I said, January is the month of Janus, a God who sees into the past and into the future through the present. It is the month of Oracle, see into the future. It is the month of Epiphany, the Feast of Epiphany, happening the 6th of January 
the Epiphany, the Electoral College vote. A Christian feast day that celebrates the revelation of God incarnate as Jesus. I believe it's also the day of the Dionysian wine miracles, the turning of water into wine like Jesus. It's a day of transmutation. God incarnates as Jesus. The day commemorates the visit of the Magi to the Christ child, born in the manger in Bethlehem. Bethlehem is the house of bread. It is the house of wheat. It is the house of Virgo the Virgin astrologically. And Christ as an architect, as the builder of the material world, as a carpenter, builds the houses of the Zodiac. This is the astrological story, but the Magi come to see the Christ child, the three kings, the stars of Orion's belt, as some suggest. And it took the Magi a number of years to get to where the Christ child was born, the resurrection of the sun, astrologically. Some say it took ten years. Well, from this time period, our Christmas star, this unification, this alignment of Saturn, which is chaotic, and Jupiter, which is structure, and Saturn is also structure and Jupiter is also chaotic, but combine the two and you get balance. This Christmas star, the great conjunction, signified the macrocosm and a heavenly reflection of the microcosm of the great reset, an alignment of ideology, of viewpoints, of really the hive mind of nations, etc. It signifies the birth of something that will be visible to all people in 10 years' time when the Magi arrive, or 2030. The year signifies the UN's Agenda 2030, the hive mind of Google, the end of the world because of climate change, the solidification of the Great Reset beginning in January of 2021 at the Twin Summit, like the Twin Heads of Janus. The year of 2021 brings the rise of the Antichrist child, a ten-horned beast. Each year from 2020 to 2030 represents one of the horns who will be worshipped and given power by the dragon. We can identify the dragon as the House of Windsor, the Red Dragon, Prince Charles, supporting the World Economic Forum, the Beast. It's similar, as I mentioned last night, to the movie Captive State. The extraterrestrials occupy the Earth for 10 years, and people must decide to live under alien rule or become part of a resistance movement. And we're seeing more and more people join that resistance movement. Klaus Schwab, the head of the World Economic Forum, said that this is a time to reflect, reimagine, and reset our world. I think it's time to realize, to reorganize, and to resist the Great Reset and the Fourth Industrial Revolution, which will create a post-industrial world, a post-human world. And it will further demand that all of the things that are organic, all of the things that are natural, all the things that are God-given and God-created with a capital C and a capital G, are poisonous and toxic, the sun is toxic and poisonous, that carbon dioxide is poisonous and toxic, so toxic. So we need a synthetic genome. We need to recreate matter in man's image. And an amateur philosopher might suggest that if creation is so flawed, if humans are part of that creation, humans must by extension be flawed. And how can a flawed creation thus create a more perfect world when they are formed in the image of an imperfect God. It's truly a blasphemous suggestion that scientists have cast out God and have cast out part of the scientific process and the scientific mindset and the scientific world, the observations of nature that are concealed within mythological stories. They've done this in arrogance, egotistically, egocentrically, suggesting that humans 
can play God. And there should be no consequences for this. And in order to create this new world, they are imagining a synthetic world to replace the organic. They are imagining a new synthetic human, a superhuman, to replace the organic human. China has done this with their soldiers with mRNA vaccines. They've experimented on humans and animals creating hybrids. We've seen human-animal hybrids even created in the United States. We've seen things like this since Dolly the Sheep. Cloning. Restructuring DNA. Genetic modification. Genetic engineering. This is the human alteration. And then there's an environmental alteration called geoengineering we talked about last week on the show. All of this is terraforming the planet and terraforming the human being for the revelation of something. The revelation of an extraterrestrial presence, perhaps, whether it is literal or it's symbolic. And what we saw happen during the New Year celebration in this visual presentation that was put together by Terry Morgan, a visual artist of the Seattle Space Needle, shows us the injection of something from the needle into the heavens and then the birth of a new species, another man, a new mankind. Two heads. One is transhumanistic, one is the old human, a splitting of the human experience, a splitting of the human race, one that lives on earth like Elysium, the other that lives in abundance and in luxury with the elites on the Pentagram space station, as you saw in that movie with Matt Damon. If you didn't see this presentation, it's a visual, digital light show with music, like a planetarium, and it's over top of the Space Needle in Seattle. And it's a really incredible presentation, something that I think that you should go watch. Terry Morgan uh, put this together, the visual artist, and it shows us everything from neural networks to the splitting of cells in the womb to the creation of a new man and the opening of a cocoon into a butterfly, which represents the soul, and furthermore, through sacred geometry, the cube of Metatron, the lotus flower, the planets in the solar system, and the injection of a pink slimy liquid into space. And that pink slimy liquid relates to RNA vaccines and COVID-19, as perhaps surprisingly as that may sound. If you look at these images, you see this pink slime on the needle. And if you look up pink slime RNA vaccines, you'll find that in National Geographic in the USA Today, I've posted these on Facebook under the promo, they've identified SARS-CoV-2 virus particles in microscopic images as pink, and they've identified messenger RNAs as pink as well. And so there's something very, very strange about this presentation on New Year's Eve uh, with the Space Needle. And I think it's something that needs to be addressed. We talked about it on Ground Zero last night with Clyde Lewis. I was a guest for about an hour. You can listen to that on Clyde's website, aftermath.media. And tonight we're going to go into more details of this here on The Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, you can email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. Find us on social media at facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings. 
and check out our website at www.thesecretteachings.info. Tonight, we're going to look for that needle in the haystack and try to decipher what it means for the future of humanity, for the future of 2021, the year of the metal ox, right here on The Secret Teachings on The Fringe FM. Don't go anywhere. Stay with us. We'll be back. This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. For all of you who supported The Secret Teachings in 2020, I want to sincerely say thank you. And to begin 2021, here in the month of Janus, the year of the Ox, and the year of Revelations, you can still subscribe to our entire show archive while getting access to the montages and all of my digital books, the old and new. You'll also get a free physical copy of one of my books shipped in the United States for free, autographed if you'd like. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on the Donate Subscribe option at the top of the page. You get the archive, montages, digital books, and a physical book for only $40. You can also use this deal to renew your subscription for another year. Use the website or our PayPal email, rdgable at yahoo.com. You can also use this email if you have any questions or to reach out to us for any reason. Your support helps guide the show, the network, and yourself. And we look forward to another year of The Secret Teachings right here on The Fringe FM. My name is Alex Exum, and you're listening to The Fringe FM. So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Why listen to The Fringe FM? We are your number one source for talk radio the mainstream media won't touch. Joe Root brings you everything occult with Lighting the Void. Ryan Gables shatters paradigms with esoteric knowledge on the secret teachings. Gigi and Cortana explore the inner workings of our reality with Shift Happens. Jess of the Rogue Report brings you years of research to explore the hidden facts behind alternative topics. And myself, Alex Exum of Live Talk, the so-called Joker in the deck. We are the Fringe FM. This is The Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash thesecretteachings. This is Kev Baker of The Kev Baker Show. You can find me at Truth Frequency Radio or on my home website, www.kevbakershow.com. And you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. The truth is out there. And so are we. KTLK. 
Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Excellent shows. Keep listening with your host, Ryan Gable. Broadcasting somewhere between that which is above and that which is below. It's KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. This is David Icke, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. It's time you got acquainted with the real hard truth. Freedom is the privilege to be right. On The Secret Teachings, we use history and anthropology, magic and esotericism, and even a little bit of nutrition and comedy mixed with some great guests to examine our world and beyond. For 10 years, we've used occultism and symbols to bring you a unique and objective look at the past, present, and future. Join us by tuning in Monday through Friday to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, exclusively new right here on The Fringe FM, www.thesecretteachings.info. I'm Ryan Gable, your host, and you are listening to The Fringe FM. This is The Secret Teachings. You can catch us Monday through Friday after Lighting the Void and Joe Roop. You can download The Fringe FM app to listen to The Fringe FM 24-7. Get access to those on-demand shows, or you can subscribe to The Secret Teachings Archive and download all of our shows, the montages, and more. We have our discount right now for the month of January or the month of Janus, the two-headed God who sees into the future and into the past. This is the month of the Great Reset in Davos, held at a twin summit to usher in the Fourth Industrial Revolution, the age of transhumanism, and the end of the human as an organic life form. And this can be termed transhumanism. There was an article that I saw. I remember seeing the actual magazine for it, not just online. When I was at the uh, Boise Airport, Boise, Idaho Airport, like three, I think three or four years ago, I was on my way to contact in the desert, and the plane was delayed. And this was the whole thing that I experienced where I went from Boise to San Francisco to Palm Springs and then back to San Francisco, and we had all these big delays, and we found out that a lot of it, I came to find out myself, I had to discover this myself, and I did some shows on it, had to do with the changing of the northern magnetic pole. So that's a whole other subject. So they had to renumber runways and things like that. But when I was in the airport, I saw this National Geographic magazine, and it had these humans on the front, these human beings going through this process of evolution, and the final human being was this cyborg-like human. And it said something to the effect of the new human or the next stage of human evolution, something like that, which is transhumanistic. It is artificial. It is synthetic. 
Now, you can say whatever you want and believe whatever you want because of religion or politics or bias or ignorance, whatever, about things like transgenderism and homosexuality. My view is this, and I thought this but didn't really focus on it a lot until I went to see David Icke. David Icke gave me some tickets to come see him talk in San Francisco, and I went with uh, Brad Olson uh, my co-host Jack flew out to San Francisco. My good friend Teresa, who's been on the show, she came in from uh, Victoria, British Columbia, Canada. We got together and we went to see David Icke. We got right in the front row. We saw David talk for like 12 hours. And he was saying, he said, this whole thing about transgenders and how it takes up so much attention in the media has to do with transhumanism. It has to do with machines. It has to do with a synthetic human being. It doesn't matter what you think of transgenders. The point is having a proliferation of ideas that gender is a construct, that gender and biology and the natural world is what's constructed artificially in the mind is an inversion of reality. No, no, no. Biology is not a construct. However, racial classifications and identifications are a construct of human society and human culture. Black, white, green, purple, yellow, blue, it doesn't matter. We are part of the human race. But we are divided into these groups and classes and further divided among our identification sexually, our sexual preferences, etc., etc., etc. And those that have no identification at all, they're not boys or girls, not men or women. You heard about that prayer. Amen and a woman, amen, and a woman. You know, it, it means so be it in Hebrew, but it also is the Amun Ra, the sun god, or the second in charge in Egypt behind Osiris, Ra, the fire chief god of the sun, Amun Ra, so be it in the name of God. No, no, no. It has to now be a woman and a man. This is cultural Marxism, but beyond that, it's the conditioning of the human to accept that biology is a construct and that biology is something that we should therefore change as a result because biology, male and female, the penis and the vagina, the passive and the active principles that have been the foundation of occultism and mysticism and the foundation of religion, the foundation of symbolism, the foundation of everything that is the human experience, that it's somehow not only wrong, it's perverted, it's perverse, it's, it's disgusting, it's repulsive, and it needs to be done away with so that we can create humans in a laboratory like a brave new world. And we can keep these humans on a pharmacological method of control, as Aldous Huxley said, so that they love their servitude. They are servants of a new state. They are a new human in the new normal in what some term the New World Order. It is a new day, a new age, the age of Aquarius, the water bearer. And it is a new year, 2021, the year of the metal ox. The metal ox is the metal cattle, the metal humans, to be sacrificed on the altar of progress and progressivism. And these humans that are sacrificed are useful pawns, that wish to be sacrificed, believing that they will transcend like a UFO cult to some other dimension or to a UFO, they are sacrificing themselves for the betterment of the planet and the betterment of those people that are in charge, unelected, 
unqualified just because they have money and power and because they are compromised. This is the year of the revelations of the method. It is the year where we realize that the human experience is being changed through a technological singularity of both the mind, the body, and the soul, which is being eliminated in this process, we are being told that there is no boy, there is no girl, there is no masculine, there is no feminine, therefore there is no divinity, and there is no life. There is no crux ansata, there is no ankh, there is no bestowing of life, except the bestowing of life that is granted by the state. There is no God higher than the state. This is what they believed in communist, Marxist, Soviet Russia. This is what they believe in even more severe terms in communist China, Maoist thought from the 40s, 50s, and 60s during the great cultural revolution, the great leap forward. You know, that's what it all is, the great leap forward, the cultural revolution. That's what's happening worldwide now. The great reset is the great leap forward. It's restructuring. It's redistributing. It's consolidating in an upward mobility. It is redesigning the world, reimagining the world, restructuring the world. What did Klaus Schwab, the head of the economic World Economic Forum, say? The three R's of reflecting, reimagining, and resetting our world, that COVID-19 is not actually a threat, but we're going to use the pandemic as a, quote, rare but narrow window of opportunity to reflect, reimagine, and reset our world. What do you think that means? I think it means that we need to counter that by saying we need to realize, reorganize, and resist the Great Reset, the Great Leap Forward, the Building Back Better, which was a socialist slogan called the Three Banners in Communist China. This is why history is so incredibly important, because history transpires and repeats in a cyclical motion, because humans are cyclical in nature. Tyrannies rise, authoritarian regimes rise over the mind, bodies, and souls, and then they fall, they collapse, because liberty and the spirit of God rises in people, and they overthrow those tyrannies. But with technology, tyrannies and authoritarian regimes are able to obtain power that is unheard of, that is unimaginable, that is absolute to a large extent. And perhaps they want us to think it's more absolute than it really is, so that we simply acquiesce and are easily coerced into accepting that there's no way out of this global governing system. But ultimately, I think that there is. You just have to realize that you can't participate in the system anymore. And this is where the diverging and the splitting of humanity comes into play. This is what we saw in the symbolic representation of the new year, which was this laser light visual effects show put on over top of the Seattle Space Needle by Terry Morgan during New Year's Eve. And what it showed us was a number of very powerful images that took us from the universe and neural networks and DNA to butterflies, vaccinations, sacred geometry, and a new human forming, a two-faced human, two parts of the human species split and divided, one transhuman, one conventional, one standard, 
as they would suggest, as somehow an imperfect human in the view of the atheists and the materialists and others, they're able to create a better human. Although these humans that are creating a better human because God messed up, they are the creation of God who messed up. So they are messed up and they can somehow create a more perfect human. The perfect God creates an imperfect human, and the imperfect human creates a more perfect human that eliminates the perfect God. This doesn't make any sense whatsoever, but try to explain that to some pseudo-intellectual professor or some know-it-all college student, and they'll laugh in your face, and they'll call you a white supremacist and a Nazi because this is their only ammunition, is racist tactics, sexist tactics, and what is essentially cultural Marxism. That's all that they have, but they're not even really good Marxists. They can't even hit the target. They're all over the place because they don't think for themselves. There's no fire. There's no will in them. It's why so many of the British soldiers, the British regulars, the Redcoats during the American Revolution didn't fight as hard as the colonists, didn't fight the way that people like Francis Marion fought in the Carolinas because they didn't have anything to fight for. A lot of the British soldiers were drunks. They were thieves. They were people that opted to go into the military rather to go than go to prison. They didn't have anything to fight for. The British had to hire professional soldiers, professional mercenaries from Germany to support their cause because they didn't have anything to fight for except the crown. They were fighting for their own freedom in a sense. They were fighting for a paycheck. They didn't care. They were, were heartless and soulless in the sense that they weren't fighting for an actual human cause. They were fighting for a synthetic cause, a material crown. They were fighting for a king, a false king who rules over the minds of men and women, if you'd like. And this king comes to power, biblically speaking, as the Antichrist. This king comes to power with a kingdom that promises to bring Utopia, but brings years of tribulation, as we talked about last night on the show. And so if you get a chance, maybe while we're talking tonight or after the show or on one of the breaks, you can go to The Secret Teachings Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings, and just type in to the, uh, the search engine there, The Secret Teachings, and you can pull up our page, facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings, if you want to type the whole thing in. And you'll see the video that we've posted on Facebook of this Space Needle presentation, the Seattle Virtual New Year's at the Needle, welcoming in 2021. And uh, it's a pretty interesting visual countdown into 2021, the year of the metal ox, the metal human, the transhumanist human, the metal homunculus, the metal little human. And it takes us through a series of images, and I want to talk about these images, and then I'd hope that you go see this for yourself so you can see what I'm talking about. Otherwise, I'm going to try to explain this as best as I can before the top of the hour. Most of you probably know what the Space Needle looks like. I've never been there myself, but I've seen lots of pictures. Never really had an interest to go there, mostly because of the, the politics of Seattle and the way that things are nowadays. If you don't kneel down and bow down to the political uh, motivations and ideologies, then you get attacked as being some terrible uh, opposition 
but never been to Seattle. Don't know how many listeners I have in Seattle, but if you are listening from Seattle, I hope that you're safe. I know Seattle's kind of like Portland. But the Space Needle, so what they show you is initially the Space Needle has this video, which is about 10 minutes long. It's lit up pink, and there's fireworks that come out of it, and the countdown is initiated, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. And here come the fireworks out of the top of the Space Needle, which kind of looks like a classic flying disc, classic UFO. And as these fireworks explode, about 30 seconds into the video, you see this pink firework explosion, and then you see what looks like a galaxy, which in the macrocosm is a hurricane. It's a vortex, a spiral. The hurricane is the microcosm of a galaxy rotating around an eye or a black hole, as scientists tell us galaxies do. And the needle is surrounded by this gray fog. More fireworks go off, and the vortex spins, the galaxy spins, and then it gets sucked back in like a black hole in this gray mist into the needle. And then everything goes back to an image of the needle, and then out of the needle, in a close-up, you see these lines with these little dots come up all around the needle and expand out into space, black space, into what looks like a neural network. Now, neural networks... A lot of this has been made popular, synthetic neural networks, by the Neuralink program that Elon Musk runs. And if you look at these neural networks, they kind of look like the expanses of galaxies and universe. the universe. They kind of look like um, the expansion of stars and space dust, if you will. Uh, basically, in neural networks in the brain, uh, the universe looks like a brain when you look at it under the right conditions. And so these neural networks come out from the needle, and then they begin rotating, and you see this pink vortex come out the top, and then the entire image transforms into a double helix DNA. And as the DNA spirals and rotates around the Needle, which is interesting because the needle, messenger, or modified RNA that communicates to DNA, these vaccines used to create super soldiers in China, used for the COVID-19 vaccination, alters DNA. And then the DNA collapses and you begin to see these sacred geometrical figures and you can derive quite a bit out of these sacred geometrical figures. You can see in the figures not only the Aquarian star, as Clyde Lewis pointed out last night on the show Ground Zero, where I was uh, invited to be a guest. You can listen to that at aftermath.media. But you see all these sacred geometrical figures. In the center, the Aquarian star also known as the unicursal hexagram, is present. You also see in this geometry the cube of Metatron, who was a powerful angel, an angel who was kind of like Mercury, a scribe of the gods. You see in this geometry the fruit of life and the platonic solids. You see in the center 
the needle is basically an obelisk, which is a ray of sun. It's the connecting of Geb and Nut, or earth and sky in Egypt. And the obelisk, or the space needle, is really the world tree, or the axis mundi. And out of the world tree comes the sacred geometry that creates the physical world, that creates new life, that creates all life. You can see this represented in one of my favorite images, which is called the Grand Rosicrucian Alchemical Formula, which is on the front of some of the copies of Manly P. Hall's book, The Secret Teachings of All Ages, for which this show is named. It's a really incredible image, and I even uh, broke it down in my book, The, the, uh, the uh, Occult Arcana, that uh, is available for purchase at thesecretteachings.info if you want more information on what this symbolism is. It, it's basically my brain condensed to symbols in this book uh, and kind of like a neural network symbology. I guess we could call it for the theme of tonight's show. Uh, it's a cult arcana. It's at thesecretteachings.info. Digital and physical copies, I can autograph them if you'd like, are available there. It supports the show. And you'll find a lot of this imagery and a lot of the symbolism there that explains what it all means. Um, and we can use that information to analyze the Super Bowl, to analyze the Olympics, to analyze this New Year celebration, which was a visual celebration done on television by a guy who's a visual uh, effects artist, Terry Morgan, who used the Space Needle as a centerpiece for these geometric and biological and uh, astrological, astronomical images, which included cells, the universe, planets, etc. So you see these geometrical designs, and we look and we can see the unicursal hexagram, the star of Aquarius. We can see the platonic solids, which represent the known physical universe. We can see Metatron's cube. We can see the fruit of life. We can see the platonic solids that are the four elements, and the fifth element, consciousness rising out of the four elements. Now, when you invert consciousness rising out of the four elements, you have the pentagram, you invert it, you get the reversed pentagram, which represents the four elements over the consciousness, which is material over consciousness. The four corners, the four winds, the four horses of the apocalypse, the material crystallized world of Malkuth and Kabbalah over top of consciousness and spirit, basically inverting the tree of life, inverting so that Kether is on the bottom and Malkuth is at the top. This is what Satanists or materialists or those who view the world in a crystal solidified, strictly scientific manner that don't leave any available thought processes for how science can actually identify and in some way, shape, or form prove the faith of so many in what we call God, depending on your definition. And so as this video proceeds past the sacred geometry, you see a number of other things that appear. You see from sacred geometry, which has the sacred platonic solids, the four elements, Metatron's cube, which you can extract the platonic solids and the four elements from, the fruit of life and the flower of life. And then you see from that the creation of life as a cell divides into two and then four, and then it divides into seven and eight and nine and ten and eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, and then all the cells converge into a single cell once more into a cocoon. So the cells develop 
The fetus develops in the womb. This is the flower of life. And then from the cocoon emerges this butterfly. The butterfly, other than what some people call Project Monarch, Monarch Mind Control and MK Mind Controle, the German control, Mind Control, Project Monarch, which we see in television, movies, we've seen in music, music, videos, very prominent in the entertainment industry. Let's look at that butterfly for a second. And we'll go back to the video at the bottom of the next hour. The butterfly in Greek is called the Psyche. And you see this in the story of Cupid and Psyche. The butterfly is the soul. The butterfly represents transmutation. The butterfly communicates with other worlds. In other words, the butterfly has second sight. Now the human soul, some believe, incarnates into a butterfly between life and death. Between death and new life. After death, the butterfly is the soul that moves until it finds a new host. The Celts said that the butterfly is the soul searching for a new mother. The Aztecs said it was the last breath exhaled, which aligns with Celtic belief that the last breath, the soul, then leaves and begins searching for another host. In Japan, the butterfly is a symbol, archetypically, of femininity. To Native Americans, and particularly the Blackfoot tribe, which my family is a part of, as far as I understand. I have a lot of Blackfoot Native American in me. To the Blackfoot, the butterfly was the bringer of dreams. The butterfly is the soul. It is the spirit. can also be representative of various states of delusion and disassociation. Taken out of the physical conscious body and brought into a state of unconscious and subconscious that is controlled through various forms of psych warfare, manipulation, propaganda, drugs, etc. To control the subconscious, to control the mind, it is a more direct and physical form of magical practice which is meant to impress upon the imagination the will of the magician to get the subconscious to act in line with what the magician wants to happen. And this butterfly then vanishes from the needle... As this presentation continues, the needle lights up, and as this process, this video continues, you see a number of other sacred geometrical figures, what kind of looks like a tree of life and a staircase or various symbols that are, again, geometric in form. Fourteen pillars on the sides of this image, and what looks like a triangular image at the top of the needle that is illuminated like the eye of providence or the all-seeing eye. I know people say, that's the Illuminati. Well, just chill out. Uh, I don't think it's the Illuminati. I think illumination is a word that is applicable, but I don't think it's like an organization. It's an idea. It's a concept. It was an organization in Bavaria, but that's a separate story. In uh, 1776, it was formed officially by Adam Weishaupt, the law professor. And then the space needle 
emits these pink swirls and a lotus flower appears above the needle. And the few people that have been talking about this have not, um, who I've talked to, have not mentioned the lotus, but I watched this later in the video and I shared it with Clyde last night on the show when he called me, or before he called me, and then I shared it with him on the show, that the lotus, which represents death and rebirth, also represents the four elements because the seed is woven into the earth The flower is awoken by the sun, which is fire. The flower grows in water, and the fragrance is carried by air. And the stalk of the lotus is part of the world axis. And the stalk of this lotus flower, interestingly enough, on top of the space needle or the obelisk, which is Greek for uh, the Greek word is obeliskos, which is a ray of sunlight which connects the earth and the sky the Egyptian Geb, and the Egyptian Nut. The obelisk is the world tree or axis mundi. And the stalk of the lotus on top of this needle is the stalk and part of the world axis. This is not by mistake. This is intentionally done this way. It's not an accident that this imagery is shown to you. It's not an accident when it's shown to you during presentations where there are tens of millions of viewers because it's a sigil, because it directionalizes your attention, it absorbs that energy, And that attention, that energy, which you pay with your attention, which is what entertainment means, or the energy you give with your dollars, which are currencies, they are energies that you acquire with expelling other energies to acquire this money. It is energetic expression. It is sigil magic. It is chaotic magic. And it is simply magic. And you see it in front of you. And beyond that, the unicursal hexagram, the star of Aquarius, the adopted Crowley image, which was altered by Crowley by inserting a rose into the center, is a symbol like the triquetra or the pentagram, which can be drawn with the stroke singularly without leaving the paper of a writing utensil, which makes it a very magical symbol, a very protective symbol, a defensive symbol. If reversed, it can be an offensive symbol, but the point is that these lines that do not leave the paper when they are drawn, the pen or pencil does not leave the paper, it is written like we write in cursive. And we write in cursive, how? Very smoothly. A cursive that we can call the casting of a curse. This is a magical ritual. It is the revelation of the method in the year of the metal ox, the year of revelation, the year of the rise of the Antichrist or the Antichrist child, the first of ten horns to be fully recognized by 2030. It is the age of transhumanism, the age of Aquarius. It is here. It is upon us. And we can choose to reorganize and realize and resist, or we can choose to follow the World Economic Forum, the beast, given power by the Red Dragon, and reflect, reimagine, and reset our world and replace organic life with synthetic life. It's up to you, it's up to me to determine what we do personally. I am going to resist, I am going to repel, I am going to realize, I am going to reorganize, and I am not going to support this new man, this new normal, this new age, and this new world order. 
I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings, our website, www.thesecretteachings.info. You're listening to The Secret Teachings on the Fringe FM, the new website, fringe.fm. Check it out. Check out our website as well. Email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. Stay tuned. There's more after this. Don't go anywhere. This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting, where the normal and paranormal collide. It's the Fringe FM. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info do you like the secret teachings and ryan's passionately balanced approach to subjects from food and health to the entertainment industry and the occult then check out ryan's books available in pdf and soft cover with free shipping in the united states For a practical, balanced, and unique look at the food industry, vaccinations, the theories of disease, and geoengineering, grab a copy of Food Philosophy. For a deeper look into artificial intelligence, UFO cults, black goo, and packs made with the devil in the music and entertainment industry, have a look at the technological elixir. Or look for Ryan's masterpiece, Occult Arcana, an encyclopedia of occult knowledge spanning from mythology and science to symbols and sigils, from ritual magic to voodoo, and from comparative religion and psychic abilities to paranormal activity. All three books can be purchased on the website at thesecretteachings.info, where you can read reviews from other authors and radio hosts around the world. Just visit thesecretteachings.info. Why listen to The Fringe FM? We are your number one source for talk radio the mainstream media won't touch. Joe Root brings you everything occult with Lighting the Void. Ryan Gables shatters paradigms with esoteric knowledge on the secret teachings. Gigi and Cortana explore the inner workings of our reality with Shift Happens. Jess of the Rogue Report brings you years of research to explore the hidden facts behind alternative topics. And myself, Alex Exum of Live Talk, the so-called Joker in the deck. We are the Fringe FM. This is Jess Rogie from the Rogie Report News, and I literally sift through hundreds of articles a week to bring you the best in Fringe News. Check out the Rogie Report News here on the Fringe FM. You can't handle the truth! For all of you who supported the secret teachings in 2020, I want to sincerely say thank you. And to begin 2021, here in the month of Janus, year of the ox and the year of revelations you can still subscribe to our entire show archive while getting access to the montages and all of my digital books the old and new you'll also get a free physical copy of one of my books shipped in the united states for free autographed if you'd like just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on the donate subscribe option at the top of the page you get the archive montages digital books and a physical book for only $40. You can also use this deal to renew your subscription for another year. Use the website or our PayPal email, rdgable at yahoo.com. You can also use this email if you have any questions or to reach out to us for any reason. 
Your support helps guide the show, the network, and yourself. And we look forward to another year of The Secret Teachings right here on The Fringe FM. Hi, this is Dave Cruz of Beyond the Strange, and you're listening to Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings right here on The Fringe FM. Join me on a journey where getting lost is the only true destination. Where happiness is an illusion. Here, where the past, present, and future all coexist on the same timeline. Welcome to a future where our true reflection is only revealed once the screen goes dark. Welcome to the darkness. I hope you find it enlightening. This transmission is coming to you from the space between heaven and hell. It's KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. listening to The Secret Teachings, and I'm your host, Ryan Gable. This is The Fringe FM. The presentation that was presented in digital form on top of the Seattle Space Needle on New Year's Eve to count down 2020 into 2021 was put together by a visual effects artist named Terry Morgan. And this presentation took us through sacred geometry, butterflies, vaccinations, and more. Things that might have just looked like a fancy visual effects laser light show and nothing more than that. But when you look beyond it, the presentation signified something perhaps a little bit deeper. I know people say, well, you look too far into things. You look for meaning where there isn't a meaning. And I say, well, you're suggesting that there isn't a meaning, so you're dismissing any potential meaning by saying there isn't a meaning, so don't look for meaning. Perhaps you misunderstand what I'm doing. I'm not looking for meaning where there is or isn't meaning. I'm simply looking and observing. And when I see meaning, then I will derive that meaning, and I will analyze that meaning, and I will determine what it means and what it could mean, and I'll leave it up to you as listeners to decide if what I'm saying is accurate, if it's balanced, or if you have a different point of view, or all the above. Maybe it is balanced, and you also have a different point of view. Maybe you'd like to add to it. I'm simply observing. I'm simply analyzing. This presentation of the Seattle virtual new year at the Space Needle is something I didn't see, something uh, I got a call from my friend Clyde Lewis from Ground Zero yesterday evening, and we were talking for like a half hour or so, and he asked me about this video and what I saw, 
and we were talking, I pulled up the images that his producer, Ron Patton, another friend of ours here at the Secret Teachings, what he had sent me, and what it showed was what looked like sacred geometry, the dividing of cells in the womb, the butterfly, and a lot more. I watched the whole video. It's about 10 minutes long, and I saw much more than that. I saw something that was really interesting that goes beyond the universal hexagram, the platonic solids, Metatron's cube, the obelisk, and the lotus flower. Of course, the lotus flower is death and rebirth. The four elements and the stalk of the lotus flower is part of the axis of the world, or the world tree, the axis mundi, which is essentially what the obelisk is. And so the obelisk, the space needle, is the center, the axis of the world, and the lotus flower was perched on top of that needle. But something else I noticed, and I, I sent this to Clyde, and I mentioned it last night. He had me on Ground Zero. You can see that. Listen to it at aftermath.media. And you can also find this show at thesecretteachings.info. It'll be up after it airs. Last night's show, The Ten Years of Tribulation, is also on the website, www.thesecretteachings.info. There's an image toward the seven-minute mark of this video, roughly somewhere in there. I have to click through it again to see exactly where the timestamp is. But you see the needle, and you see the bottom of the needle with this pink, gooey stuff. And this pink, gooey stuff starts to climb the needle. It gets up to the top, and it starts dripping off the top of the needle, which kind of looks like an unidentified flying object, you know, a UAP. It kind of looks like something that might incur upon Navy vessels. It looks like something that might have to be disclosed within the next 180 days because of the COVID-19 stimulus, you know, that kind of object. But this pink, gooey stuff, I'm looking for it in the video to give you the exact timestamp. It's about eight minutes, actually, eight minutes and six seconds. You see this pink, gooey stuff all over the the, the space needle. It might just seem like a, a clever visual image, but there's something more to it. So I went to the Internet. And I typed in, because it's a needle, I typed in RNA vaccine pink. And that's all I typed in. And I pulled up, even through Google, which I don't use for direct research, but for things like this I use it to see what the the mainline search results are. And I pulled up two articles, one from July of 2020, one from November of 2020, among others. One is from National Geographic, and one is from the USA Today. The one from the National Geographic says Moderna's clinical trial just entered phase three. And you'll notice that if you look at the BioNTech Pfizer vaccine for COVID-19, it says they only experimented, they only tested the vaccine on eight people. That's it, eight people. It says that on their website. And it says that SARS-CoV-2 virus particles you look at the National Geographic article in the imagery of what they consider to be a microscopic image, electron microscopy of the particles, they represent these particles as being pink. In the USA Today article, the messenger RNAs are represented in pink. And it says these messenger RNAs turn a DNA blueprint into the proteins needed to create you know, resistance to the so-called virus. 
So they show you the virus particles, they show you the mRNA as pink in the images. And so we see this needle, it looks like it's being like re-energized or taken over by this pink liquid, this pink goo, which comes up from the bottom and the top. And there's a really, really good visual of it at about 8 minutes and 15 seconds. You can see the pink goo just kind of take over the whole needle. And so I started to think, okay, the needle and the pink, mRNA and SARS-CoV-2, as they call it, in these images. And that's what's being injected in the next part of the video into the sky. The needle injects this pink stuff into the sky. And then you see two human faces. And you can't really tell if they're female or male. So they're kind of androgynous. And they are manifesting from what looks like pink pixels. Do you see what I'm saying here? These two faces emerge after there is a pink liquid injected into the sky. So this pink liquid is the RNA. This pink goo is the RNA. And it changes the body. And it creates a new human. A new normal. A new order. One human remains organic. One human becomes synthetic and what they call enhanced. The new human is a better human, they tell us. Better is subjective. Better at what? Better at following directions. Better at taking orders. Better at not thinking for itself. But we're promised this new human is going to be a superhuman. My question is, why is the military financing these vaccines? Now, I'm not talking about distribution. Why is DARPA financing RNA vaccines? Perhaps for the same reason that China uses RNA vaccines publicly to create genetically modified super soldiers for warfare? Do you really think tens of millions, hundreds of millions, billions of dollars have been dumped into these types of programs, whether it's geoengineering which actually creates a warmer environment by trapping heat through nanoparticulates in the atmosphere and things like sulfur. This is all acknowledged and admitted even by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, major scientific publications. There was just a story on it a few weeks ago in December. We did a show called Cloudy with a Chance of Climate Engineering where we broke it all down, looked at all the documentation of it. And that's the macrocosm above us. The microcosm is what's injected into us. It's the alteration of the body as opposed to the environment. It's a terraforming of the planet and a terraforming of the human, a terraforming and an elimination of the soul to replace the soul with this synthetic consciousness, a hive mind dominated by artificial intelligence. A hive mind that wants all humans connected to it, a Borg, if you will. Your biological and technological means will be assimilated into our own. This is actually the language that Klaus Schwab of the WEF has used, telling us that we will assimilate into this new reset, into this great reset, this new order, 
as new humans and a new normal. Likewise, telling us the pandemic is just an opportunity, that there is no threat. And yet we continue to participate because we're terrified. Not so much of a virus, perhaps, but I think subconsciously people are terrified of the implications that everything we've been told is a lie. Think about that. Do you really think people are scared of a virus? Maybe consciously. Maybe they're scared of getting sick. They're scared of people sneezing with or without a mask. They're scared of people not social distancing. They're terrified of people who think for themselves. That's consciously obvious. But subconsciously, deep down, I think a lot of people know exactly what's going on. They don't want an RNA vaccine. And I think it's because subconsciously they know. But it's scarier to admit they were duped. It's scarier to admit they were wrong. It's scarier to admit that they've succumbed to the psychological warfare, that they have been willfully gaslit, that they have been used as pawns, that they have been used as useful idiots to advance a culturally Marxist agenda, an anti-humanist agenda, and a transhumanist agenda to reimagine and reshape the world in the image of man, to destroy God and structure and order, and to replace it with disorder, but a controlled disorder. An order that comes out of chaos, that is organized and orchestrated, an order that to the average person is really chaotic, but to those in control is an organized order that they have complete control over. The environment, your mind, and your body, with the elimination of that pesky soul, with the burning fires of liberty and God within it, that is the failsafe, the moral ethical code against tyranny and against authoritarianism and against those things called satanic and against those things called demonic and against those things that are horrible and destructive. Because if you can destroy one of the pillars of the temple, if you can destroy one of the structural supports, if you can destroy one part of what makes us human, you create a whole new species, a whole new existence, a whole new normal, a whole new world order, a whole new system where there will never be another free thought again. And the few that exercise these free thoughts will be hunted down by the thought police like Minority Report and will be forced to write in a journal if they are even literate in a tiny little cove in their micro-apartments just out of view of the telescreens that tell you when to get up, tell you when to exercise, tell you what to do, tell you how to live your lives. Do you really think that billions of dollars are spent by the military to make a vaccine to keep you safe? Do you really think 5G is because of faster download speeds? I'm sorry, I try not to be, uh, I guess what some people would call mean, but if you really truly believe, in my opinion, that 5G is all about faster download speeds, you're really, really dumb. No company has spent billions of dollars to create a new generation of technology so you can download porn faster so that you can download movies illegally faster, or 
you can listen and stream music or Netflix quicker. Nobody spent billions of dollars so you can do that. Nobody spent hundreds of millions, billions on COVID-19 vaccines to keep you safe, to keep you protected. They're doing it for a whole other reason entirely. And anyone who questions 5G or who questions vaccinations, they are associated with people like Anthony Q. Warner, the Christmas Day Nashville bomber, who supposedly believed in aliens, you know, and believed in lizard people and believed in 9-11 conspiracies, despite the fact that a few weeks after this bombing, we had the passing of the COVID-19 stimulus, which initiates a 180-day countdown to the revelation of what the Pentagon and intelligence agencies in the United States know about UFOs, UAPs, and by extension, extraterrestrials and aliens. It's like when the New York Times said, there is no such thing as a Great Reset. It's all a conspiracy theory. Yet you can go to the World Economic Forum website and you can read all about it. How they want a new social contract. They want a new order. New order of the ages. A new human. And all of this was demonstrated at the New Year celebration, the New Year event, at the Seattle Needle, a visual representation you can watch the video of, put together by Terry Morgan, where they show us The artificial neural networks, they show us the DNA, they show us the sacred geometry and the creation of new life. They show us the cocoon of this artificial structure, kind of like the movie Cocoon or Invasion of the Body Snatchers. And they tell us that out of this will come a beautiful butterfly, which we know is not true. A beautiful butterfly in the sense that the soul will be stolen. A beautiful butterfly in the sense that we'll become more like worker drones with no thoughts, no freedom whatsoever. A beautiful butterfly in the sense that we will be more controllable. That's a utopia to those in charge who believe they have been given the right to rule from the gods. And from this we see the lotus flower, the structure of which is solidified in the obelisk, the needle, the axis mundi, the world axis. We see the planetary bodies come out from this world axis. We see pink slime in the needle, which is essentially, as has been shown in National Geographic and the USA Today, Pink is how COVID-19 is represented in electron microscopic imagery. Pink is how the mRNA vaccines have been shown in imagery. The pink is the RNA. The pink is the virus. That tell us, at least, it's a virus. And then this needle injects the pink into the sky. It explodes outward. And we see these two human faces. Two human faces. The new human. The new normal. The new world order. These human faces are the new humans. They represent the divergence of humans onto two different paths, one organically evolutionary, one synthetically evolutionary, one transhuman, and one the original human. And they tell us that God, the perfect God, is imperfect, and that the imperfect man created by the perfect but imperfect God is more perfect than the perfect God, and the imperfect man is therefore perfect and can create a more perfect human, even though man is imperfect and the imperfect man is creating a perfect human, even though the perfect God is imperfect and created an imperfect man. It's a lot of minutiae and a lot of psychological confusion, and it's all meant to keep us from questioning the motivations and the agendas, from questioning what's really going on, to keep us from thinking for ourselves, which is all I want you to do by pointing out these 
inconsistencies and these oddities and these symbols and what they mean. That's what we do here on The Secret Teachings five nights a week. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. There's more after this. Don't go anywhere right here on The Fringe FM. If you have any questions or comments, email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. Find us on social media at facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings. And check out our website at www.thesecretteachings.info. $40 gets you access to the montages, the show archive, my digital books, and a physical book autographed and shipped free in the United States. We also ship internationally, and you can use the promo to renew your yearly subscription. It supports the show, the network, and you. There's more of The Secret Teachings coming up after this as we continue to try to find the needle in the haystack and understand what it means. Could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence, David has no evidence, but I hate this channel. Or you could listen to the secret teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week on the Fringe FM, and join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. We'll explore a little of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kinda like you, I'm a last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's the secret teachings.info and the fringe FM. If you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo, and from mythology to alchemy, then why not check out the book Occult Arcana, complete with hundreds of beautiful images. Maybe you want to look at technology, black goo, UFOs, and demonic pacts made in the entertainment industry. Check out the technological elixir, black goo, transhumanism and invoking AI. Or if that's not enough and you want a practical look at food, lifestyles and ingredients, even those in your pet food, with free solutions to better health, then check out Food Philosophy. All three of these books are available in softcover or PDF at www.thesecretteachings.info That's where you can read reviews, see pictures, and even order yours today. It not only supports the secret teachings and Fringe FM, but most importantly, it supports you. For all of you who supported the secret teachings in 2020, I want to sincerely say thank you. And to begin 2021, here in the month of Janus, the year of the ox, and the year of revelations, you can still subscribe to our entire show archive while getting access to the montages and all of my digital books, the old and new. You'll also get a free physical copy of one of my books shipped in the United States for free, autographed if you'd like. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on the donate subscribe option at the top of the page. You get the archive, montages, digital books, and a physical book 
or only $40. You can also use this deal to renew your subscription for another year. Use the website or our PayPal email, rdgable at yahoo.com. You can also use this email if you have any questions or to reach out to us for any reason. Your support helps guide the show, the network, and yourself. And we look forward to another year of The Secret Teachings right here on The Fringe FM. They all say the same thing. They're all like, you know, over the last four years, everything good that happened was because of us. And we would have done more good stuff if it wasn't for those guys. And then they, the Democrats go, oh, we did all the good stuff. <laughs> it's like you're all working for the same guy. You are hearing the sound between that which is above and that which is below. It's KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Why listen to The Fringe FM? We are your number one source for talk radio the mainstream media won't touch. Joe Root brings you everything occult with Lighting the Void. Ryan Gables shatters paradigms with esoteric knowledge on the secret teachings. Gigi and Cortana explore the inner workings of our reality with Shift Happens. Jess of the Rogue Report brings you years of research to explore the hidden facts behind alternative topics. And myself, Alex Exum of Live Talk, the so-called Joker in the deck. We are the fringe fm want more of the fringe check out the fringe.fm for more information on your favorite shows also don't forget to check out the fringe mobile app or the other ways you can tune in through the paranormal radio app and talk stream live where the normal and paranormal collide it's the fringe fm And so are we. KTLK. Digital Broadcasting. The Fringe FM. This is The Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash thesecretteachings. Howdy. This is Joe Mars, the New York Times bestselling author of Crossfire. Rule by Secrecy, Rise of the Fourth Reich, and my latest one, Our Occulted History. And you're listening to The Secret Teachings. I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings on the Fringe FM. You can check out the new website, fringe.fm or thefringe.fm. The old link should work as well. The website looks really good. You can download the Fringe FM application for your Android or Apple device. It's free. You can listen to the network 24 hours a day, streaming seven days a week, and also... You can find our list of on-demand shows there. If you'd like to get access to The Secret Teachings, go to the website, www.thesecretteachings.info. You go to that website, and you donate to The Secret Teachings. Right now, it's $40 for a one-year subscription. You can download and stream every show. You also get access to my digital books, which are on the website, all my old books and the new books. 
and I constantly update those digital books with grammatical corrections and things like that. And every few months we put out, um, when I order new copies, I'll make little adjustments here or there, nothing major. And you'll also get a physical copy of one of those books. Uh, Occult Arcana is by far the most popular. It kind of explains the, the basis, the, the, the 101, if you will, of everything we discuss on this show. And my understanding is growing like your understanding. And when we share information with one another, we have debates and we learn and we grow. And that's really the point of the secret teachings, to grow as an individual to become a brick in the construction of the unfinished societal temple and to achieve a form of enlightenment, which is not this pseudo-scientific take-drugs enlightenment, but a true enlightenment, a true enlightenment of realization, of revelation. And that's what the apocalypse is all about. It's a revelation, a revelation of the method, and a revelation of the method that is shown to us in major events like the Super Bowl like the Olympics, like New Year's celebrations, as we saw with the Seattle Space Needle this year. A visual artist named Terry Morgan put together this pretty incredible visual display of sacred geometry, of what I interpreted as transhumanistic imagery, of new humans, cellular division, biology, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, all in a 10-minute presentation to welcome the new year. A new year that I think is really the year of revelations. I think it is the year of transhumanism far more than it has been in any previous year. And January is the month of Janus, the two-headed god, who sees in the past and future. January is the month of the organizing for the Great Reset at Davos, and it's being done at what is called a twin summit. The twins are also not only Gemini astrologically, but the double helix of our DNA, which was shown in this visual New Year's Space Needle video that you can watch on YouTube or on our Facebook page. I have it posted. This is the month that begins the year of the metal ox. As last year was the year of the rat, 2021 is the year of the metal ox, an animal that plows the fields and prepares us for something. And then hundreds of oxes are often in the past sacrificed to the gods because they are sacred animals. And now humans, it seems like, after being issued identifications for immunization like cattle, litmus tested to see who will participate and who will not participate in staying home, being herded into their homes and cities, socially distanced, wearing masks, etc., being excluded from the workplace as non-essentials, given these meager little payments called government stimulus or cheese at $600 a pop, and being told all of this is for safety, all of this is for security, all of this is for protection. Well, the lab rats are about to be called. The oxen are about to be called. The metal oxen are those oxen, those cattle 
who will become transhuman. When you watch this video of the Space Needle, you see this process happening with the usage of technology, with the usage of vaccines to create a new man, a new human. Last night I was preparing for the show earlier in the afternoon, and I was about to go to Wegmans to get some uh, black beans. I was going to make some brownies. Hope showed me how to make these. uh, Well, she made them for me the first time, but these really uh, incredibly delicious brownies. I don't really like brownies. I don't really like sweets. But she made these really good brownies, and I thought, you know, I want to go make these brownies again. And uh, I went to Wegmans. I was going to go to Wegmans to get these black beans because that's what they are. It's like black beans, oats, maple syrup, peanut butter, and a little baking soda. And then you mix it, you blend it, you put it in the oven for like 20, 30 minutes, and you get brownies. And I don't like brownies, but these are like healthy brownies, and they were really good. So I was getting ready to do that. And for me, food is really exciting. So that's why I'm, you know, I'm always telling the story about food. I was getting ready to do that, and I got a call from uh, Clyde Lewis of Ground Zero, and he wanted to talk to me about what I thought of the Seattle Space Needle video. And so he sent me the link, and uh, Ron Patton, his producer, and a friend of mine sent me some images of the video. And I sat down later, and I watched the video, and I didn't read Clyde's show idea before I watched the video. I watched the video first, and I took a couple pages of notes, And what I wrote down in the notes was what I saw in the video with the Space Needle. I wrote down universe, vortex and neural networks, DNA, the unicursal hexagram, platonic solids, Metatron's cube, the obelisk, the lotus flower, the planets, pink goo, and the new man with two faces. And that's what you see throughout this video The obelisk at the center of the world tree is the central figure for which this entire thing is presented upon. It shows us the universe. It shows us the vortex and the neural networks, which are synthetic. It shows us DNA collapsing into the needle. It shows us sacred geometry, the platonic solids, Metatron's cube, the four elements, the universal hexagram, which was adopted by Aleister Crowley, and inside of the hexagram, this powerful magical symbol that can be drawn like the pentagram or the triquetra without the pen or the pencil leaving the paper, making it a powerful symbol of protection, when it is inverted, is a symbol of offense. And this magical symbol, if it can be drawn without the utensil leaving the paper, it's kind of like cursive writing. So it's signing a curse, sending a curse. Crowley added the rose to the center of this symbol, but of course inverted, which rather than meaning protection and defense and spirit over matter, it represents offense, what some call Satanism, an inversion of God, an inversion of consciousness and awareness and liberty and freedom, etc. And it represents the matter over the spirit. It inverts the organic world and replaces it with a material world, an illusory world of matter over spirit. And the 11 sides of this universal hexagram or this star of Aquarian or Crowley star, the 11 sides represent divine union. Now, regardless of what you think about divination and spirits and 
things like psychography and automatic writing. I was uh, sitting down after uh, this call from Clyde. I went to the store. I got my uh, my black beans, and I made these brownies, and I, I made this really good salad. I made like this fake cheese stuff with nutritional yeast and walnuts and sesame seeds, and I had a really good dinner. I had a salad with uh, some peppers and some some of this fake cheese I made, and uh, it was just I had a, <laughs> I love food so much. I had an amazing dinner. And I wanted to finish watching this uh, TV show called Evil. It's not a particularly good TV show. It's really quick, and it tries to be a lot of things. But what they talk about in the show is really interesting, and it's it's kind of like the secret teachings in a way, because they, they did a show on how music and video can influence the mind, and that's where the idea of you know the, 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 the cutting across for attention down for results, you might have heard us say that before that came from that show this like suicide message that was put into um, children's videos so I'm watching this show evil and I just got this feeling I, I, I thought I need to open that book right there and I look over and I have like a stack of books and it was my reading stack and I have <laughs> I have a, a second stack of books in my bedroom by my bed. And it started as a little plastic box of books, and now there are books on top of it. So those are the books I'm reading right now. And then my other books I'm reading, on the, are, they're on the shelf by my couch. Um, I've got like a statue of Mithra there, a statue of Isis or Hathor, and a statue of Anubis weighing the heart and the feather. And off to the side, I have all these books piled up. And I have a book called Alchemy and Mysticism by Alexander Rube, if that's the real name. Uh, it was a really expensive book, but I got it for like 15 bucks as a, a bargain deal at Barnes & Noble a few weeks ago. Hope and I went there and walked around for fun. Uh, we were actually told, since you don't have masks on, don't touch anything. That's what the guy told us at Barnes & Noble. But I touched things. <laughs> I touched a few things, and I touched this book, and I picked it up. And so I'm sitting there on the couch watching this TV show, long story short, and I just got this feeling that said, you know, look at that book. And uh, so what I did was I had just turned on Ground Zero to listen to the first hour of Clyde Lewis's show before I went on. And I picked up this book, and I just sat there for a second. And whatever you want to call it, I just let something speak through me, if you will. And I opened the book if you have this book by chance, to page 167, to an image called The Philosopher's Compass. And I turned the page over to page 168, and I found another image, which was just incredibly synchronistic and incredibly powerful. Something pulled me to this book and pulled me to this physical page on the front and back of this page. And what I saw was something called the Philosopher's Compass, which is a series of alchemical images, universal images, micro and macrocosmic images, the twin pillars and other images that are astrological, etc. And the symbol itself means a joining of the upper and lower worlds. So it's kind of like the symbols in alchemy, the symbols of transmutation, the symbols of male and female, fire and water, 
drawing a line through those symbols. Through male fire, you get air, and through female water, you get earth. You combine them together, you get the hexagram, you get the six-pointed star. And this philosopher's compass represents a joining of the upper and lower world. And so I turned down ground zero for a second, and I had the show Evil playing in the background. I was watching the episode again about the uh, the music that got stuck in these kids' head, uh, these kids' head, and I flipped the page over. And for context to this, I was taking a few notes so that I could talk about a few things on Ground Zero with Clyde, and I just wanted to make a few notes of things I wanted to cover because I know the time was going to be short. And I had looked up just again to get the quote from Revelations chapter 13 about how the beast was given power by the dragon, as we discussed last night, and how the world followed, surprisingly, the beast, knowing it's the beast with the ten horns. I just looked that up, and I got this feeling to look at a book, and I opened the page, and what did I find? I found this image, an image with the sacred geometry found in this space needle, an image with four worlds, four corners of our world and the universe and the solar system. I found an image of the beast with a crown in this book, open directly to it. This is what the book says. It's an image from 1616 from a Michael Spocker from, uh, it's called, I think it's called Kabbalah, and it was drawn and Uh, in Augsburg in 1616, it says this, The raw chaotic source material, the legacy of Satan's and Adam's fall, is shown here as a beast with horns and a crown, of which it is said in the Apocalypse. And this deadly wound was healed, and all the world wondered after the beast, Revelations 13.3, which I made specific note of last night on the show. It's ex- Altation occurs during the familiar phases of the work represented by the birds in the central resort, a retort rather. The upper six-sided star signifying or signaling perfection refers to Mercury, which is both beginning and end. We can expand upon that by saying Mercury is the scribe of the gods. I believe it's Mercury who also negotiates the freeing of Persephone from the clutches of Hades on behalf of Persephone and Zeus and the mythology. Mercury is also Metatron. Metatron is one of the messengers of God, one of the most powerful angels, a very large angel, a powerful angel. And his cube, the platonic solids and the four elements, was shown in this sacred geometry in the Space Needle presentation for the New Year's celebration by this digital artist, this imagery that is circulating in the internet we talked about last night on Ground Zero before the secret teachings and for which tonight's show is focused on. And I'm sitting there listening to it last night, preparing for the show a little bit, watching this TV show, had this awesome dinner, and I just got this feeling, look at that book, Ryan. Like a little gentle, friendly nudge. Look at that book. And I open this book up. It's called Alchemy and Mysticism. And I open directly to the page Revelation 13.3, like I mentioned last night, and it is literally the six-pointed star, Metatron's cube, the seal of Solomon, and the beast 
with a crown on his head. And I flipped through the contextual pages near it just to see if there were other mentions to Revelation. And there weren't. I opened directly to the page that was the unifying force between last night's show and what I was planning on talking about tonight. And that, to me, is the power not only of symbols, you can call it the power of God, the power of spirit. It's the thing that makes me very fiery when people suggest that this subject matter is dark and that it's negative and that it's evil and satanic and that we shouldn't talk about these things. They're scary. It's fear-mongering. And I can test on the contrary. It's not evil. I don't even necessarily think it's good. I think it's neutral. It's an observation. It's objective analysis. Call it what you will, parapolitics, paraconspiracy, pop conspiracy, conspiracy theory. Call it subjective. Call it opinion. Call it bias. Call it whatever you want to call it. I call it objective analysis with a healthy axis mundi, if you will, of pro-spirit, pro-liberty, and pro-objective observation of symbols, having an open mind and allowing the energy around us, the ebb and flow, to take us where we need to be. That's what the nursery rhyme, row, row, row your boat means. Row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. Merrily, 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 life is but a dream. The world is illusion. And to think that it's anything more than that is to be delusional. And to invert the world and to turn what man says is an imperfect creation created by a perfect God who man calls imperfect and therefore his somehow imperfect creation, man, who says it's imperfect, this imperfect man then says he can create a more perfect God makes very, very little sense. And this imperfect man creating a perfect man and a new God, an AI God, wishes to infuse the world with what Julian Assange called evil dust, what UC Berkeley called smart dust when they publicly declared that they had this technology, tiny little electrocuticles, what Ray Kurzweil of Google, who wants a hive mind by 2030, called nanobots that will be infused into everything around us. And they don't need a vaccine to inject you with something. They can do this with environmental aerosol spraying, stratospheric aerosol injection, solar radiation management, whatever you want to call it, terraforming the planet, just like the body is being terraformed through vaccines. And we're being told now that the vaccines in the United States are going to be issued in half a dosage. Well, they say it's half a dose because they have fewer vaccines than they thought, fewer vials, and so they're going to extend the vaccine to more people to vaccinate more people, and the half a dose will be just as effective, if not more so effective, calling into question why we're not just given half a dose to begin with and why they're giving half the dose anyway. Is it because they don't have enough, or is it because it's killing people and making people really sick? Last night on the show, Clyde said it's kind of like a virus update on a computer. Bill Gates, Windows, viruses, virus protection. 
Bill Gates is behind with the Parabright Institute and COVID-19 behind this in many ways. And then he has a vaccine through the Bill and the Gates Foundation. He's a philanthropist. He cares. And he's going to offer these updates for the vaccine. You're going to have to get multiple doses. And the space needle that you see for the New Year celebration has this pink gooey stuff that in a lot of news articles and electron microscope images, it shows SARS-CoV-2, COVID-19, and it shows RNA in the vaccine as pink. And then this pink stuff is injected into the sky. And out of the sky comes the creation of two human faces. These two human faces are the faces of Janus. January, the twin summit of the Great Reset, the fourth industrial revolution, post-industrialization, post-humanity. The coming year of the metal ox to be sacrificed on the altar of progressivism. These two human faces represent not only the faces of Janus, the past and the future, they represent... A divergence in the timeline and a divergence in evolution. A synthetic, forced evolution. They represent the splitting of humans from those who become synthetics and those who remain organics. Those who choose God in the sense of creation and those who choose the false gods and the false prophets in the synthetic world that is created as a sub-reality overlaid like a matrix, like a computer simulation over the real world. Those outside of this artificial world may know the truth, but they will suffer in the years of tribulation, the years of suffering, these ten years of the ten horns of the great beast given power by the dragon and the world that follows after this dragon, despite knowing what the dragon is the world that follows after this beast despite knowing what this beast is these symbols speak to our subconscious it is magic call it black or white it is powerful it is the impression upon the imagination and the will the will of the magician that's what these images are that's what these videos are that's what it's all about the subconscious and symbols etc It's meant to influence and to control us, and it's meant to ultimately replace organic life with synthetic, restructure the entire planet, to do so under the Great Conjunction, the Great Reset, to do it in the year of the metal ox, and to bring about a fundamentally transformed world with a new normal, a new world order, and a new human. The trans-human, the trans-human world, a world dominated by AI and computers, a world that will take us through revelations into what many call the apocalypse. I'm Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings, and that was The Needle in the Haystack. Triple W dot the secret teachings dot info where you can subscribe to the archive get access to the montages all my digital books and a physical book autographed and shipped free to you in the united states we do ship overseas we can work that out and you can use the subscription deal it's only forty dollars that's it forty dollars 
for a year subscription the montages all the digital books and a physical book and you can use it to renew your subscription as well if you have any questions any concerns anything at all email us at rdgable at yahoo.com the music tonight white bat audio the network the fringe fm i'm ryan gable this is the secret teachings stay safe stay informed and we'll talk to you on the next broadcast. And don't forget to check out that show from last night on Ground Zero at Aftermath.media. Stay tuned to the Fringe FM, the Fringe.fm, Fringe.fm. Download the apps, listen to the network 24-7. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay informed. You know where to find us. Time's up. Time may be up for tonight's broadcast of The Secret Teachings, but don't worry, you can still catch us Monday through Friday right here exclusively on The Fringe FM. You can also subscribe to the show and montage archive while grabbing my books at thesecretteachings.info. To get in contact with us, you can email the show at rdgable at yahoo.com. Stay tuned to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. From parapsychology and pop conspiracy to magic, myth, and health, The Secret Teachings Radio Show is a platform for objective observation. Hi there, I'm Ryan Gable, and you can join me Monday through Friday right here on The Fringe to explore these and other topics, the micro and macrocosms of the physical and spiritual realms. For more information, visit www.thesecretteachings.info and stay tuned to The Fringe FM for The Secret Teachings Monday through Friday, right after Joe Roop and Lighting the Void. For all of you who supported The Secret Teachings in 2020, I want to sincerely say thank you. And to begin 2021, here in the month of Janus, the year of the Ox, and the year of Revelations, you can still subscribe to our entire show archive while getting access to the montages and all of my digital books, the old and new. You'll also get a free physical copy of one of my books shipped in the United States for free, autographed if you'd like. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on the Donate Subscribe option at the top of the page. You get the archive, montages, digital books, and a physical book for only $40. You can also use this deal to renew your subscription for another year. Use the website or our PayPal email, rdgable at yahoo.com. You can also use this email if you have any questions or to reach out to us for any reason. Your support helps guide the show, the network, and yourself. And we look forward to another year of The Secret Teachings right here on The Fringe FM.